0: This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie DeShall from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org. Wisdom and revelation. Church, that is what God placed into us. I was over breakfast this morning with Debbie and my wife, and um, they were saying to me, Pastor, you you must be appreciative of that. People's hands are willing, and they are ready to serve you in the ministry. And I'm so glad that we've got a great amount of people amongst our church, Pastor Tom. And they were just encouraging me this morning over breakfast. And and I wasn't, I wasn't unappreciative. Unappreciative. I was trying to say to them that having people positioned in ministry is not all, because Bible says that. I preached in my name, I have taught in my name, I've sang in my name. Away from me your work of iniquity, I don't know I know you not. Me as a kingdom man, I want to know what God placed in your design. Because the Bible says he did it fearfully. The Bible says he did it wonderfully. And if God can be fearful of your design, I want to know what did he put inside you to make him fear? God wasn't frightened. God was reverent. God wasn't in fear as though He was frightened. They were encouraging me to say, Pastor, be thankful, be appreciative because there are willing hands in the ministry. I don't want willing hands. I want positioned hearts. Because if I got hearts, I got hands. If I got hearts, I got feet. If I've got hearts, I've got your wallet. Come on, somebody. I don't want you coming to put your offering because you have to do it by law. I want to know what God placed in your design because he said, I fearfully and wonderfully knitted you together. You know, if you take the DNA and you look through it microscopically, you'll see it's like a net. Am I right? Medical students, yeah? It's like a net. So God knitted you in this DNA. You're spiritual. That's what the Bible says. Let down your nets. He said, let down your DNA. Come on, somebody. Let down your design. He didn't talk about let down your wallet, don't let down your business. He said, let down what I placed in you. And when you bring yourself up, there will be a catch. When you let yourself up, there'll be an overflow. When you let yourself up, there'll be breaking nets. Uh. When you let yourself up, there'll be more. Come on, somebody, let down your DNA. I want to know what's in your design. I don't want to know what's in your hand. You see, you can get a lot of skillful people, but you get a very few gifted people. Don't employ skill, Pastor Tom. Employ gift. Because gift won't leave you. Gift will never rebel. Gift won't get angry. Gift won't pull their face. Gift doesn't gossip. Gift doesn't want to position themselves for position. Skill does that. Skill does that. Skill don't care. Skill will kill. Skill will push. Skill will shove. But gift will wait. It's called Wisdom and Revelation. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I don't know why I'm preaching, I supposed to be teaching. <laughs> War. What Pastor Tom has done together with the leadership for this conference, he's not to fill a calendar. He's a a busy man. If it was in the flesh, he wouldn't have canceled this because of his brother's circumstance. He could have said, other pastors take over. I don't need to fly back. He could have extended his holiday in the the US because I know what a busy man he is. He He didn't need to be here. But he said, I'm doing this because it's a season. I said to Pastor Leslie as I was exiting the church yesterday, I said, I'm sensing Pastor Tom. He's he's like a rocket waiting to take off now. He's supposed to be hitting it down. He's supposed to be cooling off. He's supposed to talk about about retirement. But God is positioning him for a whole new thrust. Uh, This church is going to go through a whole new level. I sense a shaking in the country. I sense a move in the place. Uh, I sense the breaking down uh, of of corruption. I sense right now. God can do it because why? You are standing in your gift. You are standing in your design You are waiting for letting down your nets I believe God is going to break some nets I can believe, come on somebody God's going to take you away from what your past has labeled you But God is going to bring you to a place Where you are going to be breaking nets 2022 2022 is the year of speaking it 2022 is the year of vocalizing it Because what the words go out cannot return. When you say something, you say it. Even though your wallet doesn't... (laughs) You say it. Even though your home doesn't look like it, you say it. Even though your marriage is shaking, you say it. Even though your children is showing, you say it. 2022 is the year of the speaking. Speaking. Because when you speak, God does something. Because the Bible says his word will not return. Void. He said, do not eat from the center of the garden, Adam and Eve. Do not eat from the center of the garden. I mean, from all the things that he's placed, all that he wanted was man to remain in that place of wisdom. And that's not information. Information. The problem we have moved, we have shifted into a place of information. Pastor Tom says, phones feed you. Television is feeding you. You get angry because social media is giving you a different shift. When you see somebody else's Instagram, you don't think about what God is doing to you. You want God to do, copy what their person is. That person is driving in a fancy car. You want God to put you in that fancy car. Why do you want to give God a a list of how to do things? He's God. He knows when and how. He knows why. There's everybody. God has made all of us different. Amen. He's made all of us different. And he said, do not eat from the center. This morning, I want to ask you, that tree that you have in the center of your hearts, that you still go back to that tree called academia. Call 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 information. When God is saying something else, you still want to eat of that garden. You've scented gardens around your life and you can't get to the mountain. You've scented gardens in your life that you can't leave information because information is speaking more stronger than wisdom. Information is speaking stronger than revelation. Pastor Tom brought this out because he knows, he knows when the people move in the place of wisdom and when the people move in the place of revelation, then it's a spiritual move and it's God in action. And when it's God in action, it's a roller coaster. When it's God in action, it's a tsunami. When it's God in action, it's a hurricane. When it's God in action, there's breakthrough. When it's God in action, and that's what wisdom and revelation does, information doesn't do that. Information doesn't do that. Information gets you to a place of fear. Information gets you to a place of being fed up. But wisdom brings you to a place of how your feet need to move. And that's what happened to the, f- the first citizens of the world. In the move of God, standing with God, walking with God, they still went to the tree of information. The human nature, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, today we are moving into a place of technology. And now we allow all these gadgets in the church, even I don't bring my Bible, I brought an electronic Bible. But you know what, God, people who sit in the wisdom, it's very easy for you to update your status while you're sitting here. In five minutes, you can get bored. When the man of God is speaking, you can get bored. In five minutes, you can go and answer your emails. You see, information, it attracts you. It's It's like a demon. It's demonic power. That's what it is. When you can't stay disciplined in the presence of God, it's demonic power. It's because the spirit of information is pulling you. You can be saved, you can be in the church, but still lost. You can, your body can be here, but your mind can be somewhere else. Your body could be here because your your thinking capacity. And you think, Bible says, your thoughts thunder in heaven. God doesn't judge you with what you say. He judges what you think. Because Bible says, as a man thinketh, oh my brother, so is he. Not what he speaks. You can say, hello, my brother, but in the back, inside your heart, in your mind, you've got tigers. Because why? Information has fed you gossip. And that's why God is saying, we need to move in the realm of wisdom. Do not eat from the tree of the center of the gardens that you cultivate. Stop cultivating gardens of information. Our information will lose you, but faith will keep you positioned to what he said. Even in the old days, the word is still true, because His word never falls short. Somebody shout war! Somebody shout war! Somebody shout war! Oh no, you are Are you in church? Pastor Tom, I thought you had a a noisy church. Yesterday I was here and I was noisy. I enjoyed it. Come on, somebody shout war! You have it in you. I felt that one. I felt that one. See, see when we seek information from cultivated trees in the center of gardens that you plant, you need to start seeking affirmation. You need to start seeking somebody's affirmation you can't move in the, in, the, in the freedom of what God created in you because you want somebody else to say you look good. Woo! You want somebody else to say you speak good. You want to speak like televangelists. But God could put, come on, the dunamos, the dunamos, the power into you only if you position yourself to know that you are in the design of explosive Oh, somebody, are you there? You there? The enemy comes and intimidates you. If you don't stand in the center of this circle, yeah, you are not. Come on, somebody. Not everyone is anointed to stand, yeah, but everybody is anointed to move in wisdom and revelation. Success doesn't come where you stand. Success is what you're doing. Church is a place of celebration. That's why it's called a celebration center. It's not for you to be religious on Sunday morning. This place is for you to come and celebrate what you did the whole week. That's why it's called celebration center. We're not supposed to even preach here, we're supposed to celebrate with you. We're supposed to see people. Oh, Pastor, Monday, I went into the mortuary, four people risen from the dead. Come and let's celebrate. Pastor, I went to the ch- I went to the hospital. These people were standing outside the orthopedic center. And look at you, they're all no more in wheelchairs. Celebrate. Pastor, I went the other day and these people were standing outside the line of the welfare situation. And all of a sudden, God broke forth and, uh, and, and, and poverty broke out. They're in the house. Celebrate! That's what's supposed to happen in the house of God on Sunday morning. Not religious gatherings. That's why it's called Celebration Center. And that's why Pastor Tom and the leadership invest so much in quality. And all this here, not to show because we are competition of ministries. If they were in competition, God would have shut this place down a long time ago. This is a place of action. And I'm encouraging you today. I'm saying to you, stay in your place of celebration. Don't be intimidated for affirmation. Your power in you is positioning you in wisdom. Wisdom. The power in you is positioning you for revelation. And when you get revelation, you start acting more outside there and bring the testimonies here. This place is supposed to be breaking at its seams. You know why? Because you are moving in wisdom and in power. See, the Hebrew word for discernment, when you are waiting in wisdom, it's called bine. It's spelled B I Y N. Pronounce bine. See, you gotta move in discernment. You gotta discern what's happening in the moment. You gotta discern what God is speaking to you for the now. You gotta discern because why? You are spiritual beings, and you you are designed by God. You are not placed in an institution. You are not robots. You don't have to wait for a computer to speak to you. Because then all you'll do is just be an addict. You'll be addicted for a jab for some encouragement. That means every day you'll just go to your Monday morning encouragement jab. Some of you need to go to spiritual rehab. Woo! Am I right, Pastor Tom? We can't wait for jabs. Wisdom doesn't give you jabs. Wisdom positions you in the know. Wisdom positions you in the now. Wisdom positions you to act. You don't need to go for a prescription. Pastor Taz, can you just write me a prescription? I'm feeling a bit low now. Can you just give me a prescription for positive word? I need a vial. Five millimeter is just fine, Pastor Taz. Because you know why? Why? Afternoon, when I go by the foyer, I'll catch Pastor Leslie. He'll give me another vial. And that's what happens. We become, as pastors and leaders, we become drained because we must keep you on a high. Information does that. Information does that. But wisdom, never mind Pastor Taz. I am right now so broke, so broke. But Pastor Tess, in my brokenness, I'm still feeling great. I don't need that vile, Pastor Tess. Give it to somebody else because wisdom is telling me to wait. Wisdom is telling me God has got something planned. Wisdom is telling me that I'm hungry, but he's feeding me. Wisdom is telling me that I'm homeless, but I've got a shelter. Wisdom is telling me I'm thirsty, but somehow or other I had a drink. Wisdom is telling me I do not have a a money suit, but I've got clothes. Wisdom is telling me I don't have a Louis Vuitton shoes, but I have shoes. Wisdom is telling me, you see, information gets you to a place for affirmation. I mean, wisdom gets you to a place of knowledge, discernment. But information will keep you shackled. See, when you inform, sometimes when you're speaking, uh, Pastor, I know that. How you know that? I I saw that on television with Bishop T D Jakes. Oh, okay. I, I don't need to know that, Pastor. But you know what? You gotta just give me this. You gotta give me that. See, information will feed you till you get fed up. And after you get fed up, you get angry again. But wisdom will position you for the supernatural. Wisdom, I am talking about in this conference, is I want to know what God has positioned in you in that mighty design that you are not eating from the tree of information in the tree of academia, from the tree of the institute of this. Nothing wrong with education, and I'm not against education, but don't bring your education in rebellion to what God's wisdom is all about. Education is your resource. Wisdom is your gift. Then it brings you to a place of understanding. Understanding, wisdom, discernment, Lord, I'm discerning, and now I understand to bring in a place of war the discernment, and God will reveal it to you. God will bring it to you because it's a gift. See, skill doesn't position you to discern, but gift does. Gift positions you to bring the bina in the understanding of God. But even Pastor Tom just read the scripture now. Even understanding will pass. But wisdom won't. see what's wisdom? Information is you've just let someone gossip about you. And you just discern for a moment that you are a child of God. And someone's gossip about you. Knowledge in academia is saying position. Knowledge in academia is saying position. And you got to now hit back you got that phone ready in the hand and you're about to tweet back. You're about to tweet back. So what happened? Information came in. But when you move in the place of discernment, in the binar, you realize, hang on, who you are. You discern. You discern where you're standing. Your thumb is waiting to put the button. Sometimes you maybe have captured all those swear words and angry faces and emojis and you're ready to send the button. But discernment positioned you. And then it brought you to a place of understanding. Hang on, who am I? Who am I? I come from a a home of a father who was an alcoholic. And a mother who was ignorant, never went to school. My mother used to wash clothes house to house, four o'clock in the morning, to wash all the people's clothes in the road so that we could have bread to eat. See, she knew the information there's a drunk man coming home. She knows she's been going to be positioned for, for gender-based violence when he comes home drunk. Information. But understanding said, I'm a woman of God. Understanding said, I'm a woman, I'm a woman representing all these seven children. Discernment. I'm a woman of God, I will stay humble and I'll be a submissive wife, even though I'm going to get bashed in a few hours, but let me position myself in the understanding of who I am and she realized that this man is not going to provide for my children, then after she finished washing his clothes, she would go and put up this coal fire and after she put up this coal fire, she will do trotters. you know, the legs of the sheep and the head of the sheep, because those years, because of apartheid, we all were very poor because we were shoved into, we lost all our wealth in the early early um, uh, 90 years ago and the Indians and the blacks were put into group areas. They've lost all their sea-facing properties. First remember, Indians came 160 years ago and the first 50 years, they made it all. And then the white government came in and pushed all of them, which is called the Group Areas Act. They've lost their farms, they've lost their homes, they've lost everything, and they lived in 20, 20, 30 square meter homes built by the government in locations called the Indian area Chatsworth, Indian area Phoenix, Indian area, black area Hamlazi, an African area, I mean, a black area called Kwamashu, Qua, and brought them into one entrance, one exit. Because if anything goes wrong in that location, the army would come in block off the road and nobody would come out. Those was the information. But growing up in apartheid South Africa, with circumstances like that, information wanted to position us to rebel. But it was the power of the church that broke. It was the power of the church that broke the, the demonic hold of apartheid over South Africa. In our home, what I said to you, poverty, my mother never allowed, even though she was ignorant, never went to school, she never allowed poverty to label us. She never allowed poverty to label us. She broke through those barriers of poverty, having a drunken man who had a salary, only one salary in the home, and that too, he would drink it. Needed that salary, Pastor Taz, so badly. She needed that salary so badly because she had seven children to feed. The eldest of my, was a sister who had married. She was married those years. She was the first to marry. And she died at the age of 27. And she had four children. Melaine, my PA, is one of those children, my niece. Melaine was two years old when her mother died. And her siblings was three, four, and six. So the mother had now six children and four grandchildren to take care of but she was in discernment she loved Jesus she loved Jesus and she said Jesus I am holding on to what you told me I'm not holding on to what I'm being labeled everybody right now are teasing my children that your mother is a Mokoti but I want you to Bambalela hold on to Jesus Bambalela Hold on to Jesus. And that's what discernment did to her. And then she understood. Then she understood who she was. The man would come and tell her things. Tell her things. But she understood. Like you holding on the Twitter button. That you don't need to be intimidated by somebody else's opinion of you. And that's the biggest problem today. We are living in the prisons, the makeshift prisons of what you designed. You have gone into those makeshift prisons of, of, of intimidation, waiting for affirmation, poverty labeling you, all those kind of things. So don't tell me, I've come to this country when I had nothing. Zimbabwe. I know every back door of this country. I'll fly into, into, into Harare, drive down to Mazavingo, to Mutare, from Mutare to Shimoyo. Manika province. I know it all. I, had, I lived in there in Mozambique. I, I moved in not for business because I'll only move into a country. I was telling Pastor T.L.S., if a country is not positioned away for God, but I'll never align to their design. See, today, our wallets make us lose who we are. Our hungry stomachs make us lose immediately. Immediately, we lose our positions of what God is, and that's the problem. That's the problem. God is not going to come in, God is not going to come in and support your design of how you want Him to come in to do it. You got to stay in wisdom, you got to stay in revelation. And you got to do you see soldiers leaving the barracks? Do you see soldiers leaving the army barracks just anytime they feel like? Do you see soldiers just taking the guns anytime out of and being ill-disciplined? That's why when a country calls its soldiers out on its citizens, mean it's war. You don't bring soldiers out to manage COVID. You don't bring soldiers out to hand out masks. That guy don't know what he you know. He's trying He's trained to kill. He's not trained to put on masks. It's the weakest thing you ever do. The most craziest thing to do. So, do you want God to bring you out as a soldier to talk about some gossip? That's like asking a soldier to put. Surgical mask on people. You want God to come out, to come into war and declare war with you on some person who's just spoken ill of you? There's greater fights to fight, there's greater battles to overcome and win. And you need to know how to take off the artillery and when to take off the artillery. And you need to know when to position the bazooka. You need to know when. And the problem is why we are not succeeding and we're not breaking through the boundaries and all these shackles of poverty and all these other shackles of intimidation is because we are not prepared for war. Come on, somebody. See, the Hebrew word for wisdom is benar. I mean, sorry, it's chokmah. Say chokmah. Say chokmah. Chokmah. Lord, do I get that wisdom in a university? Do I get that wisdom in an institution? Do I get that wisdom from television? Do I get that wisdom from reading the books? you got to search what is in the design. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. the deal. yes, the deal. What Pastor Tom was talking about. What Pastor Tom was talking about to give up two prayer rooms and re- is people waiting to go back into those places and realize what is in the design. Wisdom is already what's in your makeshift. Wisdom is already because he said, I fearfully and wonderfully knitted you together. See, you get information from institutions. You might get knowledge from the books you read. But only when you're in wisdom, you can move in discernment. And only when you're in wisdom, can you come out of that place of understanding. And only when you're in wisdom, then you know you are ready to move into revelation. See, when you know when you get to the revelation, then you know that I am more than a conqueror. When you're in wisdom and you're in revelation, then you know that you are royalty. Revelation tells you royalty. Constitutions tell you you're oppressed. Countries will tell you you're black. Kingdom doesn't tell you you're black. You're a child of God. take out your skin, take out my skin, take out Pastor Tom's skin, we're all the same. So why are you letting that cover of that tent be the big, biggest intimidator of who you are? Sometimes you go into a restaurant and I say this very respectfully. Our own brothers, we are blind to them. They walk right past us. Because you know, you set that pattern. You set that design. But wisdom realizes that all men is equal. No, but you want people to say right things to make you feel that. Oh, you're not saying it because now you're not your and not people. No, no, no. See, wisdom will tell you how to read people's hearts and not people's words. Wisdom will position you in revelation to know people's hearts and people's gifts, not what they give you. You only like people when they give you things, when they mention your name, when they call you to the front. If they don't call you to the front and you're not seen on this big screen, lovely screen, eh, guys. I wish I could be all day just look at myself because I don't watch television. Sometimes you get shocked because you look from the top and you think you are looking nice and thin. Until you see that. Pastor Tess, I was in the bathroom. My bathroom's got full mirrors. I'm so busy, I don't even look at the mirrors, Pastor Tom. And one day I was like, uh, Lee and I, Brother Landry and I, when he said it to me, I said, let me go and do it. I looked in the side view of the mirror and I said, who's that? And then I quickly ran into my marriage uh, album and I looked at, and I looked, who is this guy? And I said, God, I've got to go backwards. That's the only time you're allowed to go backwards, Pastor. It's the only time you're allowed to go backwards when you need to lose some of this. But you see, you don't have to lose it because somebody else's Instagram is showing something else. Yee, yee. See, you want to lose it because somebody else. Hey, I don't want to go there. I can't handle it. I go past the tom to a restaurant. The mother is on the phone. The father is on the phone. The children are on the phone. One is eating with one hand, the phone in the other hand. Why you even went to the restaurant? I just want to go there and take those phones and break it. We have a room. My wife gives me the look. We call it the looker. When she gives the look, you put the phone down. But my daughter don't care. I'm joking. We need to start fasting. I agree with that. Information is moving us out of the place of wisdom. There's too much of gardens being cultivated. Too many gardens. When we're on our way to church, we are moving in wisdom and then all of a sudden we stop at this makeshift garden and we pluck why she's wearing that same shoes like me. I thought I have to give her. And I, now you don't want to come into the front of the church. You want to sit far away because you don't want somebody else to see she's got the same shoes. That, you see, we, we put cultivated gardens along our pathway and all the time we have these speed bumps, speed bumps. Speed bumps. Remember I said speed bumps are not roadblocks. We get into so many speed bumps, we can't get to the place of wisdom. I want to wind down, and I think I've got about 15 minutes, and I want to wind down with this message. See, there was another place in the Bible that had the same problem of understanding. See, Moses, Moses sought. Pastor Tom touched on it this morning. Moses sought this. He said, listen, man, I can't deal with this people. See, Moses did not even dwell in the tents all the time to get. He went to the mountain to get revelation. No, no, no. If you want to clap, clap. Others don't. See, see, I I just want to say it respectfully. Even our claps are not even in short. See, if we don't even know how to clap, are we going to speak? <laughs> we are so unassured of our clap. We are so unassured of our dialogue, our conversation, our vocabulary. Because why? We want to keep searching in information, intellect, academia, and not wisdom. Wisdom knows that something happened and you... Amen We must stop We must move away from emotionality And move in spirituality We're going to move away from emotionality and skill And start walking in our gifts So yeah Moses is in the Moses is in the mountain And Aaron is positioned with the people You see sometimes Your skill would like you to keep closer To those people who would like to fan your ego Because you also don't want to be in the mountain because let the man of God go to the mountain. Get You see, I'll just park here with Aaron and Aaron will park with the people. You see, they intimidated Aaron because Aaron was not visiting the mountain too. And Some leaders, some leaders are happy for the pastors to pray and the pastors to be in the prayer meeting. Pastor Tom touched on the love for prayer today. When you know what's in your design, you don't have to be even told to pray. Hidden hated to be in the mountain. Moses loved the mountain. And that's why he was arrested to start becoming into idolatry. You know why? You see, when you start to when you start to start to get shaken by the people's wombs and fancies, then you start losing your gift and start moving into the skill. Oh, this pastor is such a nice pastor. I'd rather go to him. This pastor here is always rebuking me. Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. A diamond cuts a diamond. When Pastor Tommy is saying the prayer room is ready, people in wisdom will be waiting outside that door. People will skill. Pastor, no, I won't be in the prayer meeting today. You know why? I prayed all night. Who was there to watch? It's only between you and God. Spiritual lies. A lie is a lie. You go to that mountain. If you go to that mountain, God will start revealing to you the things that he need to do. Let me tell you, as a man of God, and I can identify with Pastor Tom, what he's going through, and maybe he hasn't paid. By the way, let me tell you, he hasn't paid me to say anything. And I won't be intimidated because I've been appointed and authorized to speak the word of God. And I want to say this, and Debbie is here. She's a ministry friend to us for many years and she's been with us in a journey. Let me tell you, true ministry is painful. And when everyone comes to me and asks you, Why are you suffering? I'm not suffering. Who said you I'm suffering? No, but you're full of pain and you you don't even have time to. I said, no, this is a place of survival. This is not our home. This is where we survive. This is what we have to do to get home. If you don't do this right, you don't get there. If you don't do this right, you don't go there. If you don't do this right, the, the airline that goes there will be out of business. He don't take you there. Holy Spirit do not take you there. The Spirit of God won't come. The angels don't come and take you on because why? You haven't bought a ticket. You haven't bought a ticket. You haven't positioned for a ticket. Mountain times gets you a ticket. Revelation positions you into a place. You know what it is? You're not suffering, you're on the cross. You're on the cross. And being on the cross keeps you sharp. Being on the cross. <laughs> that's, what to, that's what Paul said. Position yourself to carry this cross. Hallelujah. Am I talking to someone today? Am I talking to someone today? I want to finish this point And I want to close down by saying. Moses was waiting for while Aaron was fed information. And he said, make us a God. The people said, make us a God. So now the first thing is do, we cultivate gardens of information. We cultivate gardens that take us away from our place for wisdom. Secondly, we then want to now create make us God, small g. Instagram God Aaron, Me bring. come on pastor, the church is transforming now. You're going to meet the church in there. People want the church to come and meet them there. So what happens? We want to leave the mountain and we want to bring all the makeshift things that looks good and then we want to make gods. Celebration center is saying, if you want to be in a place of wisdom and revelation, stay on the mountain. Stay in the mountain. Stay elevated. Keep your altitude of faith. Keep your altitude of belief. Keep your altitude. Your altitude, no matter what the turbulence. No matter what the turbulence, but keep your altitude. And you know what Aaron did. Aaron took the people's gold and he made a, gold, a, a golden calf. Idolatry. And I want to say to you, Pastor, oh, this, our ministry is not looking like that ministry. Well, if you're not feeling the move of God in this mountain move, who's holding you? But God, Pastor Tom, is not going to create any golden calf. The pastors under him right here are not going to makeshift anything, because golden calves don't bring down the presence of God. Golden calves can't shake a government. Golden calves can't break the crust of poverty. Golden calves can't break people dying of diseases and sicknesses when we're supposed to heal them. Golden calves can't do that. Golden calves can't say this. Words say, oh, Zimbabwe is the breadbasket, but people are sitting here hungry. How can Zimbabwe be the breadbasket of Africa? Do you know why? Because there's too much of golden calves. All the churches you find popping up all over in the corner, they can't take the heat, they break up and run. They break up and run, they can't take the heat. Why? Because the pastor is not wanting to make a golden calf. But the pastor in this church and the pastors in this church, he says, come with me to the mountain. Stay with me in the mountain. Stay with me where there's wisdom and revelation. Because wisdom will not fail us, revelation will not fail us. Hey, before I get charged, let me read at least one scripture. Exodus 32 24. Hours. Because that fellow, that fellow, Pastor Tom Duchel, we don't know where he is. He's not here with us. He's always there in the mountain. That's why wisdom comes from this place. Because somebody is in the mountain that's why revelation comes in this place because somebody is in the mountain the people said to Aaron that fellow how disgusting and when they took them out of slavery walked them out, he left the house of Pharaoh he was divided from his family put in a basket amongst crocodiles all that and he says that fellow and that's why Pastor Tom let me encourage you and Pastor Bonnie words I know will never move you pastors in the house People's words must never move you. But don't buckle to become an Aaron. The word Aaron means lofty in the Hebrew. It means lofty. You know what's lofty? Trying to elevate yourself higher than somebody else. And Aaron, for, Aaron saw an opportunity and he grabbed it. Because he wanted to be higher than... And he tried to push himself. Listen, he was already positioned. He was already anointed. He was already in alliance. Like an Absalom. You know that? He was already in alliance. But what happened? The people intimidated him. The people intimidated him. The people intimidated him. I want to encourage you, from whichever church you come from, whichever church, wherever you are, don't be intimidated by the people's demands. You feed them from the mountain. A mountain... Don't worry about their loftiness. Don't worry about their loftiness. You tell them, stay humble. Because pride comes before the fall. Pride comes before the fall. Somebody say war. War. Have I got preaching today? And I'm preaching tonight. My time is right because I want to close with this right point. Because I'm going to finish with this teaching today. And I'm preaching tonight. Thank you, thank you Now now I'll come because you clap for me I want to say to you A whole nother, Moses There's a whole nother nother message Thank you, there's a whole nother message A whole nother message I want to say to you Moses had to fix the problem Pastor Tom Let me tell you this this is the punch point. See, when situations like that happen, today we have hashtag make us a god. Hashtag make us a god. The narrative we have today is we're not happy and ready for a mountain god. When Pastor Bonnie He's trying to get us into a place of realizing that we are not pushing for skill. Skill, you can go to the world and become the most, that's what I'm saying to you. All those skillful things, all those people, let me tell you, Whitney Houston came up from the church band. Koya, what happened to her? Because you know why? She didn't want to stay in a gift. She wanted to move in skill. And many, many, many very popular people. Could not wait. They could not wait in the place of wisdom and revelation because they wanted self to be seen. Let me tell you. I want to say it right now. You are equally out there with a tambourine, as powerful as a person singing. Yeah. You can stand out on the stairs with a tambourine. Thank you. Or you can be worshiping. Let me tell you. The biggest problem is intimidation wants to fill you with information. But wisdom will realize you are ministering even by the small shaker behind the curtain. Because power of God can move with somebody that's unseen. See, you see, I don't want to hear about your strength in front of me. I want to hear about how you overcame battles behind the scenes. That I didn't even know about that I didn't even know about. So when you see your pastors position you to have a mountain experience, don't come out to be what information is saying. Oh, oh, you in the Banyan Celebration Center? How come I didn't see you? And now that will ring. You see, that's what happened in the Garden of Eden. Did God say? Did That's all, only one word, was did God say? That's all that came and created a volcano of belief. Did God say? And that's what happens. Out of church, you're walking blessed, happy, enjoyed. Hey, you checked out that one. Overpowered you, eh? She overpowered you. No, let me tell you. Yeah, there's no competition. We are worshippers. For those music team, media team, let me tell you guys, behind this camera right now, for those, success is behind camera. Success is not always front of camera. And I want to say to you, you are not doing the most trivial job. You, if you Because David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. So don't let the enemy come and whisper in your ears, did God say? Don't come, hashtag make us a God. Because sometimes the small egocentric things can come up louder and louder and greater. And what happens to wisdom? Wisdom takes the back seat. Revelation gets out the door. Information comes and takes the place of wisdom. Academia fills in. And all the other nonsense comes through in between. And now all of a sudden we want to know why there's so much of conflict. Because conflict never brings you to a place of peace. Sometimes you can be in your lonesome, but rather be in a place of lonesome and be in a place of peace. (laughs) Hallelujah. Moses said to the people, I'll close quickly. And he said to them, All of you created nonsense here. You're created nonsense here. Now, our God from the mountain is going to bring back the wrath. And Moses said, "All of you, running wild, start putting up your wall. Put the swords around you. I have to read it because some of you may have forgotten it." And he said in Exodus chapter thirty-two, and this is very important as I close. Then he said to them, thirty-two verse twenty-seven. Then he said to them, "This is what the Lord God of Israel is saying: Each man strap his sword." to his side. Go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other end. Kill his brother. Kill the friend. Kill the neighbor. The Levites did as Moses had commanded and that day about 3,000 people died. He's got a murderer? No. I'm not talking about taking the physical swords and physically kill people. I'm saying all those people that have intimidated your wisdom, all those people that came and demoralized God and the place of wisdom and revelation in your life of war. You need to take off those swords. You need to take off those swords. You need to go back and forth into the camp. You need to come against that that, that, that the person that comes of ego. The person that comes and gossips with you and slant and start to kill all these things demons and all these small gods uh, that come in your way uh, and the answer is in your hand the answer is not in prayer the answer is not in coming here for prayer 10,000 times a year the uh, answer is you positioning yourself for war and you need to realize that Moses said go back and forth the camp and kill all those small see there it was physical war The typology of that in today's world. And the typology of that is don't leave things that are enemies in your camp. Don't leave the enemy in your camp. Pastor Bonnie, don't leave the enemy in the worship team. Don't leave Pastor Tom, the enemy. We are coming. This is no longer Pastor Tom. We are no longer than the normal time. The season's over of playing church. We can't play with the lives that we have, the energy and the strength and the money and all those things that we need to position for war and we let small gods come. It's time for swords to go back and forth and back and forth, back and forth, killing, killing everything. See, the Bible says, the Bible says, anything, anything, that raises his upself to the knowledge of God. I close by saying it's to be brought down. Amen. I close by saying, is it coincidental that 3,000 people died in that war? And is it coincidental, Pastor Taz, of 3,000 people got saved in the day of Pentecost? See, 3,000, see, for you to be in the upper room experience. I want to tie that typology and that symbolism. 3,000 people that were killed in the war. You bring war in your camp. You don't need a pastor to come and pray for what's happening now. Some of your mothers and your fathers, y'all are so shy to be in the position as mother and father. You want Pastor Bonnie to come and do your job. You want Pastor Tom to come and do your job. You want the youth leader to come and do your job. Let me tell you, your child cannot get right in one youth meeting. It's how you bring them up in your house. It's your. So fathers today, fathers can't say anything because the wife is ready to club them. And the wives today don't want the father to move in the authority of the home. But you know what? Today I'm not talking about gender. Who's greater? There's a union. Father and my wife, my husband and wife is one. It's a union. You're watching me today on telecast. I want to say today, as you watch this on telecast, about to close right here at this conference of celebration center right here in Harare, Zimbabwe 3,000 people died in that camp today I want you to know put on the sword of the war wisdom and revelation and you have the power to remove the things that are bringing you down kill everything and guess what 3,000 people were saved in the upper room experience if you want to be in that upper room experience composition for war composition in war composition for war don't come here to the army generals of war and make them to go and do things of a lower category of I don't know what you call them in the army but cadets maybe commander Please come on me. What happened to me? He came to the house. My child do not want to study. That's not his job. That's your job. It's not the pastor's job to come and pray for your child and come and speak. You are not taking the parental position. It's time for the world and the church to get the act right. It's time to get your act right. And God wants us to kill all those things. Hashtag make us a God. And start to get back to the center of of, of God's koinonia. Like Enoch walked with God, like Pastor Tom said. And Elijah walked with God. Get to the center of it all. And realize that God has already put wisdom and revelation inside your design. And it was information from the center of the tree that you keep going to that cultivating trees Because you Now because you're in the university, now because you're a doctor, now because you're a Mr. So-and-so, now because you're this. No, nothing wrong with that. But stop plucking from the academia and expecting God's wisdom to equate to that. And as soon as God's wisdom don't equate to that, you throw God's wisdom out, you take academia. And that's why you never arrive to peace. That's what Pastor Tom spoke about last night. And I knew you had a lot more to share about that. It's time to be in that rest. It's time to move in that rest. The rest is the blessed assurance of knowing that God has got you covered. It's time to about speaking in the rest. It's time about ministering in that rest. It's time about being in your college in rest. It's time about being a teacher at rest. It's time about being, and don't blame the government. Don't blame that it's you who have the government that rests upon your shoulders. God bless you, and have a wonderful conference. Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.